Hey everybody, welcome to the very first episode of the River City Nerdcast, a weekly podcast that dives into the world of movies, TV, and anything pop culture related. I am your host, Amado Gonzalez. Today we'll be talking about a few news stories that I scoured the internet for, such as the Breaking Bad movie announcement, the Star Wars slash MCU spinoff TV shows that will be on the Disney Plus streaming platform, the Avengers 4 news, a few trailers that dropped today, and of course I would want to start off most importantly with the news that dropped yesterday morning that we lost Stan Lee. Yes, Stan Lee passed away yesterday, and I do want to start off the podcast with mentioning that announcement. How many of you out there were huge fans of Breaking Bad? Well, Sony has announced that they will be doing a Breaking Bad movie. It is a spinoff. The only information right now is that the title is called Greenbrier. Uh, Variety also reported that Vince Gilligan will be writing and directing this movie Aaron Paul is signed on to be in the movie and as far as any other information the Associated Press is saying that it tracks the escape of a kidnapped man and his quest for freedom so we might get a little bit of Jesse Pinkman um his last days, although we did get that in season five of Breaking Bad, so I am not too sure how they want to play that out. Um, Brian Cranston said that he would be interested in playing a part of being in, involved in the project, not specifically playing Walter White. Um, Vince Gilligan did reach out to him, and uh, there was really no talks about him coming on board other than just being a producer or possibly just being involved in the project, but not as an actor. And as someone who kind of jumped on the Breaking Bad train at the very end, I did have a friend who did recommend me Breaking Bad the week before the show ended. So before the series ended, I binge-watched Breaking Bad in a week just as the season or series, as a matter of fact, ended. So I remember watching, you know, three episodes uh, until the series finale. As the series finale was on TV, I was watching the rest of it. So uh, I jumped on the Breaking Bad train really late. I usually rewatch it once or twice a year. I am currently watching the latest season of Better Call Saul. It is amazing. It's a different uh, type of show, but it is amazing. And... That's just one of those things where people can say that they were very content with a ambiguous ending. Uh, did Walter die? Did he not die? Uh, I would usually give out a spoiler alert, but the show's been over for, you know, four years, five, four, three, four, five years, somewhere around there. So it's not not too bad. Um, with that being said... I'm not too sure how I feel about this. I'm very excited. I'm a really, really big fan of the way Vince Gilligan directs things. Um, I'm a big fan of the way he writes as well. 
So just them giving him a feature film project is actually really, really good. I do enjoy Aaron Paul as as an actor. Um, and just him going back into that Jesse Pinkman character. Um, I, I'm, I, he was probably my favorite character of the whole show. Um, and I would put him over Mike Ehrmantraut cause I was a really big Mike Ehrmantraut fan and I really enjoy watching him in Breaking Bad and also Better Call Saul. Just Jesse's dynamic of where he came from at the start of the show and what he was very humbled for at the end of the show. And you really get a lot of human moments with Jesse going through his ups and downs, what he's lost, what he's gained, and just to lose it again. And Walt being the center and the catalyst for what he's gained and what he's lost. And just, you feel for that. You 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 feel emotion with that character. And I've said it before, his just his acting is superb. And, you know, not all of it just being dramatic, you know. Uh, everyone... Uh, is a huge fan of, you know, magnets or, you know, science, bitch. Just things that Jesse Pinkman brought to that show. And so him being in this feature film, uh, being reunited with Vince Gilligan is something that I'm hugely excited for. Just wondering if it was too long of a wait. I know Better Call Saul's around, uh, so it gives the Breaking Bad fans a chance for something new. Um, I was very split at it because of the fact that I didn't know how I was going to transition. Um, and this season of Better Call Saul, so far, I'm not completely done with it, has just been uh, nonstop for me. I just want to get a small little take of what everybody else would think is, you know, their their favorite aspect of Breaking Bad. And I'm actually thinking about giving it another rewatch. I think it's time. I watched it around the holidays last year, and I think I'm due for a rewatch. So I would love to know your guys' opinions on the matter of, are you excited for it? What would you like to see? Maybe you guys can uh, shoot me something on Twitter or anything about that. So just let me know. What can I say that the world doesn't already know about Stanley? He passed away Monday morning, the age of 95, and he was responsible for some of the greatest comic book characters to ever grace pages and, you know, just getting adapted to the big screen. And um, everywhere on social media, people that I know or people that I know of have been Posting a lot of their thoughts, uh, memories. A lot of people I know have never met Stanley. Some people I know who have met him at conventions. Just this face of Marvel, and actually, you know, in I want to say it was the seventies, just becoming that face of Marvel. And a lot of the younger generation is going to know him from all the Marvel movies, all his cameos. And I remember reading something that he was in 60-plus cameos uh, in, in movies and stuff. And my first experience with Stanley was in Kevin Smith's Mallrats movie, where he gives Brody advice about his relationships. And just his, like, acting chops of that movie just 
gave me a little sense of who Stanley was, and it wasn't until uh, seeing him later on down the line in the MC movies and his cameos in there was just was just so great. And um, a lot of people were really just influenced by what he brought to Pages. Um, I I myself just you know, had the ability to appreciate the the back end of everything um, as just being that person who just loves movies and stuff. If it wasn't for what Stanley brought, we wouldn't have, you know, the modern superhero movies, you know, started with uh, like Blade and X-Men and, you know, those earlier movies that kind of just got the superhero ball rolling. And then we got to the Iron Man and, you know, Avengers movies in the late 2000s and the early 2012, it just kind of, like, made everything sensible. And, and, you know, you can give all the credit to Kevin Feige and and that whole department, but it came from Stan, you know. And um, I don't know who else, uh, comic book-wise, like, who anyone else can come close um maybe like frank miller or alan alan moore maybe mark millar like just a couple of names to to top off the head but you know if you look at someone like stan just everything he brought to the pages um and i love seeing a lot of the art that's already on social media on twitter of just the Avengers carrying Stan's coffin or uh, Spider-Man uh, walking away from Stan's uh, tombstone, uh, just things like that. And I do think that when he does have his, you know, wake and funeral and stuff like that, that's going to be a really big deal. Um, I have no idea when that will happen, but I'm pretty sure all of us will um be glued to um, social media, maybe Twitter, and find out a little bit more details and things like that. But I do know I did see a lot of heartfelt um, tweets from Patrick Stewart, uh, Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds, a lot of the, you know, uh, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, uh, Mark Ruffalo, Paul Bettany, just a lot of the MCU characters and things like that. So, um, you know, we are really going to miss you, Stan. And, um, Excelsior. How many Star Wars fans do I have out there? There are tons of us. So we have a lot of big news in the world of Star Wars. Pablo Pascal from Narcos uh, and Game of Thrones fame has signed on to lead the Mandalorian. He will be the lead in the show that will be on the Disney Plus streaming platform. Uh, The only things we really, really know right now is that it's going to be set in between Episode 6 and Episode 7. It's going to be in the outer reaches of space, so it's going to be, you know, in that that depth of space that we kind of really haven't seen too much of. Uh, We have seen a lot of the Outer Rims and the Clone Wars and things like that. But this deep reach of space where they say Snoke is from, 
that we don't really know too much about. It's not really too charted, so it's going to be kind of out there. They also did announce a few days ago that Gina Carano uh, will also join The Mandalorian. They are keeping her character really under wraps. No one really knows what she is going to play. Uh, if you don't know who she is, she's a former MMA superstar. Uh, she was in Steven Soderbergh's Haywire with Chatty Tatum and Hugh McGregor. She was also uh, starred in Fast 6. She was in Deadpool. So right now, from the reports, no one really knows what she's going to play. Um, they are kind of keeping it really, really tight, tight-lipped. tight uh, John Favreau uh, is also um, doing all the work on this, so hopefully it's going to be really, really good. There's a few set photos that came out a couple of weeks back looking really, really good. We're showing off the Mandalorian armor, which is really, really cool because we haven't really seen any Mandalorian armor since uh, Attack of the Clones, pretty much, and everyone has mixed feelings about all that, so... Uh, also announced the Rogue One spinoff movie, or I'm sorry, TV show, which will basically bring back Diego, Diego Luna's character, who, if you guys don't know, spoilers, dies in Rogue One. He it, will replay Cassian Andor, and I kind of like this. I, I really, really liked Diego Luna's character. He brought a little bit of grit to a already dark situation. A lot of people uh, will really criticize Rogue One. We didn't really need to see how the Rebels went and got the plans, but it's a darker take. Because if you look at, you know, the, the scummy underbelly of... The Empire, there's a lot of shady stuff going on, and, you know, just like the, the, the one scene in Rogue One where Diego Luna gets information, and he um, shoots uh, his informant so he doesn't speak, and he gets out of there, just, I wonder if we're gonna get a lot of, you know, kind of that spy thriller type of gritty, you know, stuff that played out in that movie, but in a it, Star Wars series. And uh, both of these uh, series will be uh, very limited. I believe they're probably only going to do um, one season of each, maybe, depending on how it, how it lands. We still don't know too much about the Disney streaming platform other than they will be basically going head-to-head with Netflix at this point. Uh, another question that I have for myself is, one of the bright spots of Rogue One, in my opinion, was K2SO. Um, he was voiced by Alan Tudyk, so I don't know anything about that yet. So will we see kind of how uh, Cassian was able to get K2SO into service? He reprograms him and all that stuff. And will we see Alan Tudyk come back to reprise that role? That is something that I really enjoyed and took away one of my favorite uh, parts of Rogue One was when Jin was jumping out of the uh, convoy to escape, and K2SO grabs her and throws her to the ground and says, do not resist, you are being rescued. Just 
my favorite droid in the Star Wars series. Um, and to get more of that droid out and not necessarily any backstory because, you know, you don't really go backstory on droids in my opinion. I would really, really like to find out, you know, that. So I'm all on board for the Rogue One spinoff. I uh, really, really like Diego Luna. I love Alan Tudyk, big fan. So if I can get both of them together for a uh, limited series of Rogue One, count me in. Uh, especially now that I know that Pablo Pascal is is in The Mandalorian. Um, Disney Plus is already taking all of my money on that. So I'm all on board for both of these. Um, I know with everything that happened with The Last Jedi and Solo, people have a bad taste in their mouth, Star Wars-wise, so I'm really on board for these two projects to revitalize everyone to come back to Star Wars. And then I believe also the Clone Wars uh, uh, series coming back to do one season, I think it's the last season they're going to do, and for them to put that out there for one season also on the Disney Plus app it's just how how can you not be ready for that kind of Star Wars um just content because we're not getting episode 9 until the end of next year so the end of 2019 is when we're getting episode 9 and we're not going to get any type of trailer until celebration next year and we're going to get the crappy uh camera phone quality trailers from that cuz Star Wars won't drop a real trailer until probably September uh, on a Monday night football game and that's you know uh for you people who don't know out there uh Disney owns ESPN which also owns ABC and the last, I think, I want to say for episode six, seven and episode eight, they have put out the tr- the official trailer in the middle of a football game to boost their ratings, and then it's just on YouTube a couple of you know a couple of minutes later, and so they usually do it in swing of football season, so it's probably like the second or third week of next season, which probably will be. Late September, early October is usually when we're going to get the trailer. So uh, for us to get Star Wars content next year that in the TV shows, I don't think it's a bad thing. And I think people will appreciate it not being Jedi's this and, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, more Mandalorians, yes. More Rebel spy stuff, even better. So count me in and... Disney Plus, you can take all my money. Staying on top of Disney Plus, we have more information on the spin-off MCU TV shows. They will be limited series. We have reports of a Loki spin-off. Tom Hiddleston has tweeted a tweet about it. Scarlet Witch will also be getting her own spinoff TV show. And they also announced a Falcon and Winter Soldier spinoff TV show. So just them two. 
they are most likely prequel series as spoiler spoilers loki was killed in infinity war loki is on uh tom hilston has been seen on set of avengers 4 so we have no idea how that's going to play out yet uh, Tom Hiddleston and Elizabeth Olsen uh, are expected to play the, their respective selves as well as Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. I do have the information that says that they will have a movie-style budget. So those movies are... the st- well, I mean, the standalone movies are above budgets usually over $100 million dollars. Uh, I believe Avengers Infinity War was $250 million. Um, Kevin Feige will uh, be hands-on with the creative process as he has been for every Marvel movie. Uh, Marvel Studios will be producing it. They say that it will roughly be about six to eight episodes per each Again, it's going to be a limited series, so it's probably going to be just something real quick to boost the Disney Plus platform. Something that is kind of brought up is what Disney Plus as a streaming platform will do. We've already seen the cancellation of Iron Fist. And Luke Cage, John Bernthal has teased a Punisher Season 2. We don't know if there's going to be a Season 3 of Jessica Jones. There's obviously going to be no Defenders or Heroes for Hire uh, TV shows. And Daredevil just released Season 3. There's a possibility that Disney is starting to unwind its licensing deals uh, in order to put out as much premium content as possible. They will also have to take on the shouldering, they have to shoulder the cost of developing everything for the show, or every show as a matter of fact. And with three Star Wars projects and I believe it's uh, three MCU projects just in the works. They're trying to come out swinging. Um, One of the other things that got brought up was the deal with Fox. I believe at the time Fox owned 33% of in stake of Hulu and Disney only owned 15%, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say it's 15%, which means that they now own 48% of Hulu. So realistically, if they wanted to, they can put this content as an add-on to Hulu. So people who are already paying for Hulu, um, $9.99 a month for an additional $6.99, you get... To stream the Disney cartoon sh- uh, cartoon movies from the 90s, the 80s, anything you want. Uh, Pixar-related stuff, I'm, I'm sure, would also, also be on there. Any of the Star Wars and, and MCU stuff. Any of the MCU movies. You want to have a MCU marathon? 
before uh, Avengers 4 comes out, cool, let's just you know, take a load and, and, and watch everything. So, uh, I mean, I know Hulu does add-ons for Stars and HBO and Showtime and things like that at a, just a fraction of what it costs to have it, and then you can just have more variety. So why not have that variety with Marvel? Again, I don't know what their plans on, but I do know that they're trying to uh, go up against uh, an Amazon or a Netflix in, in in regards to trying to be its own thing. And a lot of people uh, who I chit chat to on a normal basis, they don't really use Netflix as much. Um, a lot of people I know who've just been on a Hulu kick. I have no idea if it's just. Netflix is drying up. I really don't know if anybody uses Amazon. I actually do use Amazon to watch uh, movies. But cycling right back, we get more Loki, which is always good. You get more Scarlet Witch if you're a fan. I'm sure there, Paul Bettany will be reprising Vision if you know it is going to be a prequel. Uh, more Falcon, more Winter Soldier. You can't beat more Marvel, can you? Captain Marvel comes out in about three or four months. We're getting ready to jump back into Avengers time. So, my thoughts on the MCU TV shows. So, a couple of trailers just kind of dropped this week. Uh, two teaser trailers have already dropped for Toy Story 4. Not really showing too much. Just, um, we knew the movie was coming out. I I have really mixed feelings on this because you have the first three Toy Story movies, uh, the second one probably arguably being the best one, the third ending on just that grown-up, tear-jerking moment of Andy leaving the toys. And now you have Toy Story 4, and it's just, what do you, what do you do? Where do you, where do you go from that? And... A lot of people on Twitter have been saying that it's cash grab, um, that they don't need to make this anymore, and we haven't really got a confirmed trailer, just two teasers that really haven't spec, you know, just kind of really getting people interested. Movie comes out 2019, and again, no information, just a couple of little small teasers uh, for that. Something that also dropped this week, the trailer for Detective Pikachu. It's a Pokemon movie. It's uh, starring Ryan Reynolds as the voice of Pikachu. Not the Pokemon movie that we thought we were going to get, but it's you know probably going to be better than Super Mario Brothers. Uh, just Ryan Reynolds... I I I like Ryan. It's just once the first Deadpool came out, he just it just feels like he's that Deadpool character. The key will always be that Deadpool character and it's not he doesn't have that that uh, I, I want to say acting chops cuz it's it feels that Robert Downey Jr. everyone sees him as Tony Stark. 
but he can go from being Tony Stark and then he can go and be Sherlock Holmes and you you don't you don't see Tony Stark you see Sherlock Holmes same with uh Benedict Cumberbatch he can play Doctor Stephen Strange then he's in Sherlock and you don't see Doctor Strange you see Sherlock with Ryan Reynolds it's he's only Deadpool and it's funny because in when you watch something older of Ryan Reynolds, if you watch Van Wilder or Waiting, it's he's just Deadpool, same voice. He just doesn't carry his voice the different way or act a different way. So, you know, if you listen to how he plays Deadpool and you listen to the way he's doing voiceover for Pikachu, it, there's nothing. Nothing changes. It's nothing different, and it might be. Ryan Reynolds just getting typecasted as that com you know comedian aspect, but that's just again just my opinion. Those two trailers have just been out. Friday, Fantastic Beasts: uh, Crimes of Grindelwald comes out. It's already made ten million dollars in China, I believe. So all the Harry Potter fans. Uh, trailer looks good doesn't mean it's gonna be good so I'm definitely looking forward to checking that out this weekend one of the last things I wanted to talk about before I end today's show was movie pass um, it's been real hit and miss as of right now in 2018 with the third quarter ending the amount in which MoviePass lost this year was $137.2 million. That is a lot of money. And you think an idea as good as MoviePass to keep people coming back into the movies is, is a good idea. I, I just wanted to, to ask you, the audience, have any of you had any positive experiences with MoviePass, any negative experiences with MoviePass, I'd love to know your thoughts on something that would have been groundbreaking, uh, backfiring and, and failing. And it, it hurts the business, it hurts the consumer as uh, people who love going to movies. Sometimes you don't use that movie system. I know... Um, Cinemark in the town that I'm in does a movie pass, but it's I believe it's twelve ninety nine a month, and it's you only get one free ticket, and you get discounted um, popcorn and soda and candy and things like that. And but if you don't use your movie ticket, it rolls over. So maybe there's a month that you don't want to see anything, but then three big time movies hit in May. And you have two chances to go watch the movies. I know uh, next week we got Creed 2 that comes out, Wreck-It Ralph 2 that comes out. So if you didn't want to see anything in October and you carry it over for November, you would be able to see your two movies for free. Ultimately, you already kind of paid for them. Um, and so I would love to know your thoughts on this. With that being said, this was the very first episode of the River City Nerdcast. I hope I get you guys back for episode two. You guys have a beautiful weekend. And you moviegoers, 
Take care.